This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Portico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. For months now, European officials have been privately and publicly critical of the clean energy subsidies included in the Inflation Reduction Act. They've called the subsidies anti-competitive and even threatened action in the World Trade Organization. The implication is that Europe was being targeted wrongly and at an extremely bad time for the continent. And that criticism from across the pond has raised eyebrows in Washington. U.S. officials argue that negotiations over the IRA took place over months, and that the legislation tackles climate change more seriously, something Europe has wanted America to do for a long time. So today we chat with Politico's Carl Matheson about the initial European outrage over the IRA, America's response, and how that legislation could actually change European climate policies moving forward. It's Tuesday, December 20th. So, I mean, NIMBYs stands for not in my backyard. And normally that applies to people that don't want wind farms or any other kind of industrial project being built nearby them. I guess in this case, what we mean is Europe is seeing the consequences of the US's industrial strategy hitting it. And so it's saying, hang on, like, we're all for you guys fighting climate change, but we don't want to suffer because of it. So the response to the IRA over here has just been actually really immense, really vitriolic, and they've been accusing Joe Biden of playing protectionism. So it's gotten pretty nasty. Yeah, no, that's interesting. And of course, European officials were aware the U.S. was making these American first subsidies and industrial policy has really been on the rise in the Democratic Party. The legislation, of course, had been worked on for months. I mean, the end product was a surprise to everybody in that mansion finally had his imprint on it and it was renamed in light of that. But what's the message coming back from the American side in response to Europe's disapproval of the RA? I wouldn't necessarily assume that Europeans do know what's going on in, or even understand the American system that well and vice versa, let's say. There's probably not as much communication as you think. Definitely European parliamentarians I spoke to and people that work in the commission said that they were shocked by the final result of the IRA and particularly how strong the subsidies were for certain industries. I think Europe was distinctly unprepared for this. And so talking to people now about Europe's reaction and seeing how this is kind of being interpreted on the other side of the Atlantic, I'm hearing back from Americans like exactly what you said. What are you guys talking about? Like you wanted us to have a climate policy. Here it is. (laughs) What more do you want from us? So there's a bit of a shock on both sides, I guess, and maybe a kind of division in understanding and people don't really haven't really been talking enough prior to this on both sides and doing the diplomacy and outreach that was needed. Right. And despite this initial outrage from Europe, you report the passage of the IRA could provide a silver lining for the continent as it seeks to catch up with the US and I think you know really help stick it to China, which was what drove how the U.S. put together the IRA in the way that it did. So tell us about that. Yeah, I think 
what's really behind Europe's reaction is a sense that their model for decarbonisation suddenly looks insufficient. So Europe has always had and still does have some of the strongest regulation and laws for climate action. And in some ways that really provides a secure investment environment and has helped Europe build like a strong wind industry. But the difficulty for Europe is it doesn't really have a strong industrial strategy. It has relied largely on carbon pricing to kind of drive industries to decarbonize. But suddenly they're confronted with a really powerful industrial strategy happening across the Atlantic. Then you've also got China. And so what we've started to see with the IRA is a race to the top between the two biggest economies and the superpowers of the world. They're racing towards to dominate the clean energy economy. And Europe has both been, I think, maybe ideologically unequipped to do it, but also structurally because Europe's not like America. The EU's 27 countries. And so they can't just click their fingers. They don't print their own money in the same way that the US does. There's not a huge capacity to just unleash capital into this in the same way. And in response, European leaders have started to, after their kind of initial shock, European leaders have started to think about actually what they have to do to respond because they tried to get Biden to change the law and that was obviously never going to happen. So now the European Commission, which is the EU executive, has come out with a set of four proposals that will, they think, respond. And that includes changing state aid laws and also potentially generating a new EU sovereignty fund to start actually building out a new response that involves upfront capital and subsidies to try and rebalance the competition with the US. And so the European leaders' response to that, though, was the kind of same as it always is. It was very cautious. Every nation had a different view on it in the meeting that the leaders had. So the response from the EU, as always, is just more complicated and less forceful than perhaps they need to be if they're going to actually compete with America and China. Also, on Monday, the Energy Department proposed a rulemaking to increase energy efficiency standards for light bulbs in order to help move the nation from compact fluorescent bulbs toward LED ones. The proposed rulemaking would raise the minimum light bulb efficiency level from 45 lumens per watt to over 120 lumens per watt for the most common bulbs. That's more than double a standard mandated by Congress under the Energy Policy and Conservation Act. For context, the Biden administration has been pressed by energy efficiency advocates to strengthen energy efficiency standards and undo actions by the Trump administration. Collectively, the administration said it has taken more than 110 actions on energy efficiency standards this year, with the goal of reducing greenhouse gas emissions by more than 2.4 billion metric tons. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that one day 
can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com slash RNG.